is the Mr. Chris Hip Hop Podcast, episode number 106. Let's go! Uh, yo, 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 come on, let's go. Put your right leg to the side. Now jump. Put your left leg to the side. Now jump. Put your arms do a real tight. Now jump. Put your arms up real high. Now jump. Put your right leg to the side. Now jump. Put your left leg to the side. Now jump. Cross your arms do a real tight. Now jump. Put your arms up real high. Yo, now whoa. Jump. Just roll what to it the is, my people out the there, all of my dance teachers in the building, welcome to episode number 106 of the Mr. Chris Hip Hop Podcast. And uh, we are going to talk about, in this episode, um, World of Dance, um, episode number 10, actually. And uh, the group that I want to focus on, of course, this is the Duels. Um, so there is lots and lots to talk about because all of my favorite hip-hop groups performed. Uh, but the ones I'm going to focus on on this one is the performance from Sean and Casey Rice. Um, great, great performance. Love the song too, by the way. For my teachers out there, definitely check out the song um, that they did. I think it's called Grimy, and the artist is Troy Troy Boy. Uh, I think it's spelled T R O Y B O I. So Grimy by Troy Boy. Um, check it out. It's an instrumental song, um, so you don't have to worry about the the lyrics. And stuff like that, you know what I mean? And you'll be able to, you know, kind of put some stuff in it. You know, use it for your freestyle circle. Use it if you want to make up a combo or teach some technique or even across the floor. Uh, one, one thing that I'm going to do, too, is I'm going to have, uh, I'm going to take some sections of what they do and create a, across the floor and then put it to that song. So that particular drill that was inspired by Sean and Casey will become the across the floor drill to that particular song. So that might be one you know kind of hack um, that you might want to use in class this week. All right, um, if you listen to the podcast for the first time, this is a teacher's resource podcast. Hopefully it could be good information for you getting ready. A lot of you are starting back dance this week. Um, good luck to all of my teachers out there. Have a great time, bring good energy. Uh, many blessings on you. Uh, may your students' knowledge grow. May the numbers grow. May you prosper and be in good health this year. Uh, that's my positive word to start off this dance season. Um, all right, so let's get into it. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, like, comment, subscribe um, on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Leave me five stars. Leave, leave a comment. Um, if it's a good, positive comment, I will definitely um, shout it out on the podcast and give you some props. All right, so let's get into the performance. It's not going to be a long one. I'm actually going to start trying to do them a little quicker so you can just listen to it, get the information, hit the links, and be able to go into class and take it from there. So um, there's a couple of things that I noticed in there before I get into my takeaways. First one is lots and lots of partner stuff. Um, lots of, you know, and we we talked about that on different podcasts where you working on partner routines. And I think when you do that, it gives it a whole different look anyway. Like there was just a piece of choreography that I was working on uh, with my squad in Alabama. And it was like, you know, you do all this choreo, you do... You know, you're making up these dances, and then, you know, when I saw that, it just inspired me to, it was like, oh, right, let's do a section of the dance where it's partner work. And after I did it, when, I, when it gets to that part of the dance, it just brings another level of interest to the piece. Um, but, you know, that comes from even in class. Like, it should 
definitely be an icebreaker when you when you're in class and you are getting ready, you know, you're just doing classes normal. When you start off, like, find you a partner, and then somebody goes and grabs their friend and all. It's just a good thing to do and infuse in your class um, just to keep it interesting. Um, so partner stuff is what I saw. Um, lots of levels uh, with Sean and Casey. And, you know, once again, I mean, they did some awesome tuts. Actually, it's weird because that actual tut that they did, um, I just had that in one of my combos, like where you take your hands, you put them on the inside, and then you clap them together, and then open it back up. Just did that same exact tut. Um, so it's, it just goes to show, and that's like the highest level of of hip hop right now. I mean, that that's the that's what everybody's seeing. It's on TV. These people that you're seeing dance are at the top of their game, and they're tutting. So you know, and, I, and I'm saying that to say this for my teachers out there: don't get discouraged. When a lot of times, you know, sometimes it's like when you when you talk about tutting, you talk about locking, and, and you know, some some of the the forms of of hip hop like that, it's not as exciting as you know the kids wanting to do all the dances from Fortnite. You know what I mean? They just jump around doing this shoot, shoot, and the, you know all the, the and dabbing and stuff like that. And you know, sometimes we get we get distracted. And you just concentrate on, well, I just want to make the class and the combo fun. Um, but as you can see, I thought that that routine with Sean and Casey was very um, high energy, very fun, very interesting. And it's just all in way, you know, how you present it. You know, they didn't do a routine full of tuts, you know, but they did hit you with the, the technique of tutting. So it's worth us as teachers be, being able to take time to teach that, that technique. You know what I mean? Because it gives you something to do. Because let's be, be honest. I mean, especially for our older kids I mean, and our younger kids, too. I mean, there's not you're not just going to. Uh, you know, jump around and booty dance, <laughs> you know what I mean, and in in class every week. It's just not going to happen. And so a lot of times in hip-hop, a lot of people don't know what to do. They're like, you know, I don't really necessarily know the move, especially if you, if you weren't brought up at, in the hip-hop culture and you're not a fan of it, you know what I mean, but you may be a great teacher. This is a skill and a technique that's definitely worth looking into, and and you should spend time with it in class. So that's just that's my little rant on on tutting. It's it's cool. It's interesting. It shapes helps to keep their brain sharp, and um, yeah, it's just another move to add to your foundation. Um, the one thing I want to point out, I love they did this little uh, thing where he grabbed her leg. And then they did like an isolation and a wave and like tick back. And you'll see it on there. I'll, I'll post the video on there if you haven't seen it already. But that was super dope. Love that. Love that. Um, all right. So let me get into my takeaways. I have three takeaways from this performance um, that we're going to take in our first week of classes. Or if you've been having classes already this upcoming week. And that is um, number one from that performance. My note that I took down was musicality. And Neo said it. Everybody said it when the judges was talking. Um, but musicality was definitely on fleek. Like, musicality, all the beats that they, they hit, the sounds, the noises, it was just insane. And so my note to self and also to my teachers out there, start teaching all levels, even in your baby classes, to hear different things in the music. That's all, like you're not, you're not gonna be like Sean and Casey immediately. But if you start off 
you know, like for instance, there was a group of, of kids I was working with, um, it was a section of a dance I was doing, and we used the Apache song, the boom, 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 da, da, jump up, right? And so, at first when I was thinking about it, you know, because I was, you know, creating the, the piece right there on the spot, and I was just kind of dancing and moving to it. And it was just whole counts, like one, two, three, four, switch, five, you know what I mean? But then I thought about it, I was like, wait a minute, let's just follow what the music is doing. You know, ba, 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 and we did different movements to that. And so with that, it, for some of them it takes a minute, like, okay, oh, got it, got it, you know what I mean? But it keeps their ear sharp, and then the more you do it, like those are big horn sounds, those are big sounds, but the more you do it, the better you get at it. And you can see Sean and Casey, I mean, they were hitting every little hi-hat, every note, but it starts off, you know, like that. Like my daughter, Jana, she, same way, she loves working with musicality. Like she, it's, it, it challenges her brain, but I started her off like that when she was younger. She was like 10, 9 and 10, her classes, everybody that was in her class, I was like, we got to start learning to hit some different sounds and noises. So definitely work on that. Even three or four year olds, even if they bounce on one knee or wave their hands in the air, have them do it to a different rhythm, you know, instead of going wave right, left, right, left. You know, it's like wave right, wait a minute, left, right. Left, left, you know what I mean? Just kind of play with that and then go all the way up to your older kids. Um, number two, find new ways to do old tricks. Find new ways to do old tricks. Um, the, the one trick that they did that I've done before where you have a partner, you grab their hand, like one person grabbed the hand and they step over it so that you're straddling like your arm and their arm. And then a lot of times I've seen them, they'll, they'll flip the person. But in this case, in this performance, they did the same step over, but instead of flipping, she pulled him through her legs. Dope, right? Same same kind of thing, uh, but, it, but a new way of doing it. So find different skills, different tricks you can do, even if it's simple ones like, uh, you know, I do a forwards roll into a, a, a straddle split, or you know what I mean? But take time in your class time to work on, once you get an old trick in your head, find new ways to deliver it. Have, have you know, like we did another one in our dance where one person was in the middle and they did two you know, two people grabbed the hand, they stepped over it, and then they actually threw them into a head spring off of that. You know what I mean? So just finding new ways to, to deliver old tricks. And number three, my last one, create time in class for your students to work on choreo. Create time in your class for your students to work on choreo. Uh, Sean Liu is 16 years old, and that choreo that he did was amazing. Him and Casey did it was amazing. Another thing they were saying is another podcast I was listening to, they were talking about The Lab, and I'm going to do them in another podcast, but The Lab, uh, talking about their leader and their mentor, teaching them, like it was like she's raising not only a group of great dancers, uh, but she's their mentor, great leaders, even if they don't dance, you know what I mean, they have... Uh, lessons that she's teaching them that they can apply anywhere in life, but she's also raising a generation of choreographers as well. And so I, I just thought it was amazing that, you know, and it, that was kind of the theme. There was another contemporary group, I forget the name of it, but in this same episode, they did the choreography, right? And, and they were saying that, you know, you know your partner when you, when you do stuff like that. So do that. I did all of my, my, my oldest students now. Now, a lot of them can go and teach anywhere, but I started them when they were minis 
and juniors. With minis, I start having them, you know, I spend time in some classes and I'll say, you know, break off into groups, come up with four counts of eight or two counts of eight or, you know what I mean? So develop that skill because that's part of the teaching because what you're doing is you're passing on your knowledge and your skill that you have as a teacher. All right, that's what I have this week. One more time, let me recap it. Three takeaways, work on musicality for all levels. Number two, find new ways to do old tricks. And number three, create time in your class for your students to work on choreo. It's your boy, Mr. Chris. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Like, comment, subscribe, share. And uh, like, like I said, have a great, great, great week of classes. And uh, keep doing what you do. And I'm out. Oh, uh, yo, yo, yo. Come on, let's go. Put your right leg to the side. Now jump. Put your left leg to the side. Now jump. Put your arms do it real tight. Now jump. Put your arms up real high. Now jump. Put your right leg to the side. Now jump. Put your left leg to the side. Now jump. Put your arms do it real tight. Now jump. Put your arms up real high. Come on, now just roll to the front. Roll to the front. Roll to the front. Roll to the front.